Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Would you believe me if I told you that Cyberpunk got hacked? Or at least the devs potentially had the source code get stolen. Now on ESPN 30 for 30. (laughs) The irony. Hey, happy uh, Lunar New Year. The year of the ox, I believe. Yes, the year of the ox. We are cultured. Let's not, let's not get crazy. Hey, this is the Gamers Who Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary in the video game industry. And anything else that might pique our interest. By the way, it's February 12th. 20. 2021. 2021. And... The 2000s can drink now. <laughs> and you all thought last year was bad. Uh, Yeah, we're gonna... I say we're gonna move through this episode. We're not gonna rush through anything. But a lot of this, I don't really have... I mean, Well, tangent, I'm sure. But I, this is just a preface of... I don't have, like, a lot of crazy opinions on anything that really happened this week. It's very, like... It's just like, yeah, here it is. There's news. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's really it. So let's just start it off with new releases. Doors of Insanity for the PC. The Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon DLC finally made its way to the Switch. Death Crown came out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Little Nightmares 2 came out for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. Summer Catchers came out for the Switch. Galgun Returns for the PC, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and the Switch. Rover Wars for the Xbox One. And Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury for the Switch. A lot of Switch. Switching it up. Hey, but um. How you feeling? Odds, evens? Do you have a preference? I'll take, I'll take evens. I don't even know. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, number one. Good choice. Good choice. I like what you're doing. All right. Andrew Spinks. I like the name. I do too. The co-creator of Terraria. 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 First one. Uh, announced that his studio would no longer be working on a Google Stadia port of the game. The reason his studio, ReLogic, has been locked out of its associated Google and YouTube accounts for over three weeks without any explanation and with little resource recourse excuse me, from the company. Spinks tweeted that he had, quote, not done anything to violate your terms of service, so I can take this no other way than you deciding to burn this bridge, end quote. In the thread, Spinks says the lockout has cost him access to, quote, thousands of dollars of apps, end quote, he purchased, and his Gmail account, which he used for more than 15 years, is gone too. Welcome to the first follow-up story of the week, where we wonder what happens next week, if anything. Uh, Going by past Google. Nothing. We will never know. Yeah. It, it's a weird it is a weird one considering like yeah. they're developing not developing but they're bringing a game to your platform and you're just like nah fuck those guys yeah or whatever the reason is for fuck those guys or whatever happened to entirely just strip somebody of their account 
Originally, I thought, like, I, I just, I don't really care too much. I played Terraria for, like, two seconds. Um, Me too. I I never got into the into Terraria the way people have, but people that are into Terraria are fucking into Terraria. Yeah, it's like a cult version of Minecraft. Um, <clears throat> yes. I was like, oh, he's clearly just flying off the handle, and then it's like, oh, this has been an ongoing thing for three weeks, and he's been trying to solve it. Yeah. And I'm sure this is just where he's just like, Break fuck it. Yeah. The three week breaking point of I've been at the same problem and now I'm done. Number two. The Electronic Entertainment Expo is planning to return this year, albeit in a digital only format, according to a VGC report. The outlet cites pitch documents sent to a number of publishers proposing a digital only format for this year's event instead of the usual event at the Los Angeles Convention Center. The proposal for Digital E3 2021 specifies a three-day event during the previously announced June 15th to 17th span with multiple two-hour keynote presentations and an assortment of smaller streams from game makers and media partners. Not not surprising. No. Um, it, it was one of those where, okay, in, in optimistic sight, we hope to be able to do this physically. In reality site, I don't think there was ever a way they were going to be able to do it this year. I think uh, I think the pandemic may be accelerating the death of E3. E3. Yeah. So, like, why participate in E3 when you could just do a digital event yourself and have the whole news cycle committed to just you? Yeah. Part of the what everybody saw happen last year. Mm-hmm. When E3 is like, we're not doing anything, you know, we're not doing our thing. And they're like, well, we're just going to do streams and rake it then. And they're like, ah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So here they are floundering like a fish out of water. Just, <laughs> yeah, I can't make that noise. I can't make that noise. It's almost, you're getting real close to a uh, crab <laughs> with uh, lightning bolts coming out of their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about that the best part about that joke is I know exactly what you mean, but every time we do the crab noises and the lightning bolts and the loafers and everything, nobody else knows Everyone's what the just hell like, we're what talking about. What the fuck about. is wrong with these people? It's a crab wearing wolf loafers with lightning bolts out of its eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. No, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Your body is trying to kill you. It really is. And I'm like I'm like having like cotton mouth for some reason. I don't know what that's all about, but I, it's probably about the heavy ass dinner we ate. It's, it's mixed and mixed with coffee. Yeah. Um the heartburn I'm gonna have on the way. Hot home. coffee also. Yeah. I noticed you weren't going iced coffee. No, I it was just more convenient, didn't have to stop somewhere, you know, just just right. made it when I got home. Drank I'm, a cup at home, filled that, that thermos. And then drank another then thermos drank, full. Yeah, which is like two or three cups. <laughs> it's going to be so, so cotton mouth on the way home. I'm just, just rolling down the window in the middle of a freezing <laughs> thing. Just... <laughs> sorry for that sound. I know that's going to upset somebody, but sorry. <laughs> right near your drums. Yeah, right near your drums if you listen to somebody hawk a loogie out of a car window. <laughs> Number four. CD. No. Are we on three? Yes. Three. Number three. <laughs> Electronic Arts announced it has reached an agreement to acquire Glue Mobile for $2.1 billion in enterprise value, whatever that means. Uh, EA has said it expects the deal to grow underlying profitability in its first year, adding more, that more than 15 Glue live services that combine to bring in $544 million over the last year. Oh, God, I just... Oh. All right, so Glue brought in $544 million in their live services. Listen to their games that they make. Oh, this this is the best part about this. Uh, Covet Fashion, Deer Hunter, that's a random one. Oh, right, right up the same alley. <laughs> Design Home, Diner Dash, Disney Sorcerer's Arena, MLB Tap Sports Baseball. I've actually played that one. And Kim Kardashian Hollywood. There's the big one. <laughs> Unreal. I can't believe they paid. I mean, I get it. It's just 
I'm still not in the mobile thing. Yeah. So it's hard for me to fathom that EA paid $2.1 billion for for that. For a mobile company. Yeah. I'm so out but of the loop in that regard. Add to their bottom line and just keep going. It's crazy. I I really don't have anything other to say. Just because it's... EA? It's just EA. Well, it's, it's EA doing its thing, but it's like... I didn't know Glue Mobile before that. I knew some of the games, but I didn't know the conglomerate or whatever. Yeah, I've never heard of them until yeah. And I saw I, I saw I saw the news headline pop up. It's like EA buys Glue Mobile, and I went, "Who the hell is Glue Mobile?" And then I saw for two point one billion, I went, "Who the fuck is Glue Mobile?" <laughs> and then I saw Kim Kardashian Hollywood. And I went, "Oh, yeah, that makes sense." Number four, CD Projekt Red was the victim of a ransomware attack during which an unidentified actor, (laughs) welcome to the cyber terms, an unidentified actor, stole data from the studio's internal network. The Cyberpunk 2077 developer disclosed the incident on Twitter, saying that, quote, some of its internal systems have been compromised, end quote. It also shared the ransom note from the hacker, who claims to have stolen the source codes for Cyberpunk 2077, The Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. Uh, the message uh, said, quote, We have also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. If we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts and gaming journalism, end quote. I really wish we had a soundboard set up so that we could do the distorted voice that is in like every movie. (laughs) Hold on, let me see if I can. I don't know if you could. Uh. We have also dumped all your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, and investor claims. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, just get me the Guy Fox mask, and I'll just read that all over again. Exactly. I, I wish people left better notes when they do this stuff. <laughs> like this note is written so terribly because I read the note from mm-hmm. the tweet. And I was like, oh, "Come on, guys! What are you, twelve-year-olds with notepad? Come on!" Anyway, I mean. They might be. You never know. That's true. At this point, they might as well be. Uh, where's the part? The hacker added that they encrypted CD Projekt Red's servers, but the studio confirmed that its backups remained intact and that it has, quote, already secured its IT infrastructure and begun restoring the data. End quote. The personal data of CD Projekt Red players has not been compromised, but the studio is still investigating the attack. Uh, a couple of follow-up notes here. The hackers posted the source code for the card game Gwent and have started auctioning off the source code for The Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk 2077. The starting bid is $1 million with a minimum offer increase of 500000 or the option to purchase immediately for $7 million. Uh, update as of today, Friday, cyber intelligence firm Kella shared an image from the forums where the group claims to have accepted an offer for the compromised data. I believe the offer also came from outside the uh, bidding site. So it's just an external offer that someone's like here. So I'm assuming it would be more than $7 million or close to it. It, Probably close to it. Or they they once again set seven million as like a we know we're probably not going to reach this so somebody probably just I'll give you just five straight up right now and just be done with it. All depends on how much they actually valued what they had. If they actually have anything that's like damning in any way, I I read it and I was like oh, whatever. I'm just thinking of who bought it. I I want to. <laughs> you want to go down like the <laughs> my tinfoil hat is that it was ea and they're just like hiding the money transfer in the glue purchase uh, oh interesting <laughs> yeah yeah they're like oh seven million we'll just position a 21 bit or 2.1 billion dollar move that also does this yeah like a shadow play and then they'll give it to bioware and be like fix do something <laughs> do, <laughs> copy this copy this homework <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man Slap a mass relay on it and it'll be Speaking fine. of Bioware, Anthem's probably dead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was another Almost one. Almost officially. 
Yep. Because this is about the time we should have been hearing about it again. And Yeah, there was rumors that uh, EA was um, considering canceling it. Yeah, I don't think it survives the rest of the month. I don't think it sees March, but we'll see. It's unfortunate. I really like the flight, like the idea of it, but the execution obviously their, was their terrible. Their base was a good like start, but they did what they never should have done, which is the same thing we always say, is they showed a bunch of things in a trailer that then the game came out not that much longer after, and everybody went, oh, what the hell was that? Yeah. So. Yeah, also, bio- I can't stop looking at your hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Every time I just kind of like glance away for a second, I catch out of the corner of my eyes. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's I. For whatever reason, I have the tendency to wear it when we go grocery shopping. Oh, there you go. So. And like, I'm always like catching. I'm like, why are people staring at me? Like, I always get the old people, obviously, the older folks. Who, yeah. Who are not cool with it. And um, <laughs> they like well, stare down, at me. Well, down with it. And I'm just like, why is this person staring at me? And then I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> this thing. Ah, gotcha. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah. We'll see what comes of it. Another another just uh, stab at the side of <laughs> CD Projekt Red since December 11th, who has just had a shit show since. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. He'll be fine. And then kicked when they're down. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is like, oh, they're falling. Make them fall faster. Get him. The equivalent of you see like the somebody getting Sparta kicked into the pit, but then somebody also taking a stick because they weren't falling fast enough and being <laughs> just like hitting them further down. Like, get away. <laughs> get down there. Number five. I should have made this six. So it would be like six. Six days in Fallujah. Number five, Six Days in Fallujah, a controversial controversial third-person shooter set during the Iraq War, is back in development over a decade after being canceled. Originally announced in 2009 for PC, PS3, and Xbox 360, Six Days in Fallujah is a tactical shooter set during the Second Battle of Fallujah. The game's original developer, a now-defunct studio called Atomic Games, said it was working with U.S. soldiers in order to create a more authentic experience. Following the initial announcement, several groups spoke out, criticizing the game's concept. The negative reception eventually led Konami, the original publisher, to announce it would no longer publish it. The new developer is Highwire Games, a company co-founded by three people, most notably uh, Jamie Grisemer. (laughs) Grisemer, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Uh, and Marty O'Donnell. Grisemer previously served as a game designer at Bungie and Sucker Punch Productions, working on the Halo and Infamous franchises. O'Donnell also worked at Bungie and is known for co-composing music for several Halo titles and the first Destiny game. Highwire Games announced on the Six Days in Fluja website that the development team has spoken with, quote, over 100 Marines, soldiers, and Iraqi civilians who were present during the Second Battle for Fluja, end quote. Uh, Victura, a company former Bungie Vice President Pete uh, Temte founded. What's up? <laughs> that sentence gave me an aneurysm. Sorry about that. Uh, will serve as the game's publisher. Uh, Temte was previously the CEO of Atomic Games where he was involved in the original development period for Six Days in Fallujah. Uh, Six Days in Fallujah is slated to launch in 2021 on PC. The game will also release on consoles, but Highwire Games has yet to announce which platforms. So, (laughs) we watched the trailer before this. It visually looks like a 360 PS3 game to us yeah which kind of makes sense i guess i i hope their story is good enough but i have a bad feeling that when this hits like steam or whatever its reviews are going to be bad yeah um it already has the negative uh connotation from the previous yes experience um so like it would have to be 
exceptionally good to shake it. It has the negative connotations for that and just the whole so many people are going to go on the whole war thing to begin with and at what point do people start you know like okay so you're listening to the stories but like where the story's told well and yeah and it's just like i i have no interest either way i only have interest from uh spectators like i just want to watch the car fire happen and see what happens yeah the other thing about the teaser trailer whatever you want to call it um Obviously, the game is a serious tone, and it's trying to be factual, but the teaser was, like, really over-the-top uh, cringy with the, with the like, it was, like, really forcing the whole, like, real people, yeah. real event thing. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, I feel bad for, uh, the you know, the Marines, the soldiers, the, the Iraqi civilians, like, everybody they interviewed. And like this is what we want to do, and they were like, "Yeah, that makes a lot of sense." And you can see it in a couple of the guys that are like trying to convey the, like we're telling our story type of thing in the trailer. And every time I see that, I go, "You guys don't realize that in some in that sounds this is going to sound bad, but the the majority of the I don't know what their sales numbers like projected are looking at, but the majority of the gaming world doesn't give a shit bud and you're yeah. you're too late now for anybody to like go pick it up type of thing yeah and it looks like a shooter which is like you can tell stories that are emotional and and in this genre like uh this world mine but they they don't look like shooters like yeah and it's it's a mix of it looks like a shooter and i'm hoping it's more i would i don't want to say telltale but it's uh all story driven thing like a walkthrough story because the moment you let it be a shooter it's not going to give somebody the resi the resonating feeling and story that you want it to give them Mm -hmm. the moment they're allowed to just run around in a room and you're like, oh, well, we went really slow and we breached this thing and we had to kill a civilian. They're going to go, yee-haw! And they're going to punch the door open, throw a knife through a window and not give a shit and just move on. Yeah. It's it's the hardest thing to do that unless you put the person directly on rails and basically make it a movie, you can't account for how someone will play your game. I don't know how many times you see it, even with like QA guys, where they go, yeah. Or you watch speedrunners and they go, yes. So this is where you all need to do this. But you see other things and they go, well, we never thought that somebody would just turn left there. Because why would you? And they're like, because I can. And they're like, oh, well, shit. Now they have to go plan. Like either a a fun way to not let you go left or to, in if you do go left, you know, allow you to do certain things, yada, yada. But. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Number six, U.S.-based publisher Tiny Build has added three more studios to its rosters, roster, two of which it has worked with closely in recent years. The, excuse me, the three new additions are Were Five Games, Hungry Couch, and Moon Moose, known for totally reliable delivery service. Good game. Black Skylands, haven't played it. And Cartel Tycoon. I got sucked in during the demo and played for four hours. Uh, no figures were disclosed for the acquisitions. Makes sense. Tiny Build is a friend of the pod. That is to say that we enjoy their things. They have no idea we exist. Which is mostly how friends of our show work. <laughs> we enjoy what they do. They don't know anything about us. Um, it's Matt, a fair trade. Yeah, it's a fair trade. Uh, Matt has a fun story that he's told before from playing speedrunner you were playing speedrunners that day weren't you was you you tyler and dewey or was it dewey and tyler that we found we caught up with from them playing speedrunners at the pax booth and then like the whole weird the guy kept backing out or whatever oh yeah yeah (laughs) and they yeah uh that story's fun yeah um yeah i we've Visited the PAX booth a bunch of times. They always have great games. Uh, publisher has Totally Reliable, Hello Neighbor, 
graveyard keeper, ramen, uh, speedrunners, yada yada yada. Just a bunch of fun games that we've always enjoyed. And I talked about Cartel Tycoon when it was demo. The demo was up during summer steam summer game festival maybe when they were doing the first like post e3 putting up a bunch of demos Mm. then cartel tycoon was up there and i was like i'll give it a shot and i played for four hours did everything i could in the demo and i was like i i can't do any more but also i I can't like stop myself playing it took me i had done everything i could i think in two hours or two and a half hours in the demo and then I played for another hour and a half because I couldn't stop myself. And then finally I went, well, I'm just doing the same thing over and over. I, I, I can't go any further because this is the end of the demo. This is my limitations. But it was a fun time. I enjoyed it. Yeah, they always deliver. Tiny build. They deliver. Like totally reliable delivery service. Yeah, Number... which totally never has blown up helicopters multiple times when we're trying to deliver anything. Yeah. Has anyone actually played that game? Like, played the the point of that game? No, because every other time we try to play the game, or we did, we haven't played in a while, but any time we would try to play the game, it was, all right, let's deliver some packages. And then it immediately became, well, this is a sandbox, so let's just go get in vehicles and drive around and do random things. Yep. I've played it a few times, and I've, I'm not exaggerating. I've never successfully delivered a package. So, there's that. Number seven. Tencent has acquired a minority stake in Daisy developer Bohemia Interactive. The Czech studio is to remain independent, the announcement said, and will retain retain its existing management team. Tencent's investment aims at supporting Bohemia in bringing its PC and mobile sandbox game creation platform, uh, Wylands, to China. Tencent, doing Tencent things. Yeah, just doing Tencent things. Uh, Let's go right to number eight, then. Niantic has announced a new program to finance, mentor, and support black game development teams working on location-based AR games. The Black Developers Initiative is... Do we... No, okay. I was going to say, or BDI, but I wanted to make sure you didn't, like, summarize it later. (laughs) Uh, The Black Developers Initiative is a five-month program that will give selected teams the funding and resources needed to create a playable prototype as well as a pitch deck to help take the project to the next stage. The initiative is open to teams where, uh, I guess these are your requirements, black members have a direct line to the game's profits, the company or studio is at least 51% black owned and operated, the team is at least at least 50% black, and or black people are in key leadership roles such as founder, creative director, or producer. Games must have an AR or geolocation aspect, similar to Niantic's own Pokemon Go, Ingress, Harry Potter Go, with the studio seeking, quote, the next innovative real-world game that encourages players to explore the world, get exercise, and connect to one another, end quote. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Interesting. I'm curious. I'm I'm always curious. What is the next AR game anyway? Because like Pokemon Go and those other ones are tied to big IPs. Mm-hmm. Ingress wasn't, but Ingress had I think a small player base in comparison to what, obviously what Pokemon Go has. Yeah. So I'm always curious if you can get a good AR game that doesn't have to attach a brand to it, and can it have not 2016 Pokemon Go effects. But can it have a Pokemon Go effect of sorts where you can see somebody and go, oh, are you playing so-and-so? And it's not a brand name. Yeah, I don't think so. Not yet, at least. Not yet. But I'm intrigued to see if anything happens. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think so, but I would love to be proved wrong. Right. I love the idea of AR games. But yeah. I mean, like, a true AR game. Because even Pokemon now, I don't play an AR. I literally have... <laughs> like, no, I don't cameras turned off unless i have to do something for a quest in the game Mm -hmm. i don't use the like room scale where you can pop a pokemon into the room and take pictures like it's not me i I don't do that i don't think we're there yet for the tech like the tech would have to be so integrated that like it would be what everyone wanted google glasses to be essentially A, a mix of google glasses and what the thought idea in a lot of people's heads were for minecraft earth yeah speaking of ar what the hell happened to the hololens too expensive. It's they I mean, still. I mean, yes, but like they still, it's still there, it still exists. They have I multiple still, versions of I it. I still just remember that Minecraft demo mm-hmm. and me going, "That seems so awesome." What's that? Three thousand dollars? Okay, never mind. Yeah, well, that's the. Th- it's still and that, I think, and I think it was three thousand dollars on like a dev kit. Yep, I think if anything, it's gotten more expensive. But there has been, they've kept reiterating. They, they on ended it. up being business applications not yeah. consumer applications yep classic microsoft make cool shit you can't have it hey look at this over here you really want something like this what if i told you you can't have it exactly uh number nine the pokemon company has canceled pokemon world championships for a second year in a row The event was originally due to take place in London last August, but was canceled due to the spread of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Online competitions will continue through several new series, including the Pokemon Players Cup and the Play Pokemon Team Challenge. I have no idea. I've occasionally I would catch like there would be a Pokemon something happening on Twitch on like a Sunday morning. I would just happen to load up Twitch and see what was on, and you'd be like one of the featured things would be like Pokemon World Championship, and it might be cards, it might be the actual game. And every time I look at it, I'm like, I I do not play Pokemon at this level. I have no idea what's happening. Same, same, same. But hey, that's the Pokemon update, <laughs> which we do now apparently. In number ten, <laughs> Insomniac Games via the PlayStation blog has confirmed that June 11th will be the release of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Also, Activision's blog said Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time, will be coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and Switch on March 12th. It'll be on PCBattle.net later this year. It is currently listed as... um. A pre-order on Battle.net. I've resigned to calling them just the Xbox series. Instead of saying X oh, okay. and S, just right. going Xbox series. I, I was 50-50 on if, you, that, if that's what you were doing or if you forgot X and S. So I, I added X and S, but no, I like what we're doing now. We're just calling it the series. Yep. Because um, like if it's coming out on the X, it's coming out on the S. Right. So, and vice versa. Until they one does get specific. Yeah. So it makes sense that we save the specificity for when that happens. Yeah. Big word. Another Square Enix announced... Oh, oh, just that's... Oh, another! Square Enix announced that Kingdom Hearts will be coming to Epic Game Store on March 30th. As per tradition, it is exclusive. Titles include Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5, and 
Remix, Kingdom Hearts 3, Remind, Kingdom Hearts 2.8, the final chapter prologue, and Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. And you all don't understand why I think Kingdom Hearts is a fucking joke. I was going to say, by the way, I fucking hate their naming scheme. Yep. Oh, it was nothing better than leading into Kingdom Hearts 3 and talking to people that were like into Kingdom Hearts. And I was like, yeah, but what's 2.8? What's 2.5? Is there a 2.7? I don't understand what's happening right now. Oh, but what about the side games? These memory things? No, I... <sighs> it's bullshit. Good thing I don't give a shit about Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <clears throat> Let's see here. The Mandalor Number 11. The Mandalorian's actor, Pedro Pascal has been cast as Joel in HBO's ad- adaptation of Naughty Dog's The Last of Us, uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the publication also revealed that Bella Ramsey has been chosen to play Ellie. I Pedro think, getting all the deals. Yes. Not a fan of these choices. I don't know much about the Bella one. I, I'm not a huge fan of it at first glance, but I, I don't know any. I've never watched Game of Thrones or anything to watch her acting. Mm-hmm. I like Pedro from knowing that he's a good actor. Yeah. But I, I would have rather seen somebody else be Joel. Same. But Same. also, I ex- I expect this to blow. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I do not have good expectations for this at all. I don't either. Um, because I'm still not positive what story you tell. I, other than do you just know telling what, the game again. Do you know what the girl looks like? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm just not. Yeah, no. I, I, I just same. don't get it. Don't but get I'm it. just, that's, I'm just, I mean, Pedro doesn't look like Joel either, but. I'm it's not just, even the look thing. Like, well, for her, it's the looks thing because she looks too mousy to me. But I guess that's kind of like rude. Um, she also potentially looks too old. But I—that's where I don't know what I don't know what story they're telling. Yeah. I don't know what timeline we're at. Well, that's the thing. Is like the the relationship of the two. Yes. And how they look confuses me. Yeah, because he almost looks too young, but I guess he—it's easier he, to make him look. He, older. he can, yeah, he can get disheveled. It's not like he's doing the, but it could be better. Meme <laughs> where he's younger, where he's clearly like young. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, do we have no? But I'll bring it up. You do what you want to do. Mando's getting new cast members. <laughs> oh, I I totally forgot about that. Yep, she's out for, uh, I believe the quote was abhorrent tweets. Yeah. So, Gina Carano? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's close to the name? Yeah. She's out. So. I don't know. Did you look at the, the tweet? No, I, I think there was one specific one that did it. I didn't go look at anything. I know I know what her persona was though. So yeah. I can imagine. It had some anti Semitic vibes going to it. Oh, no, that's but always good. Not in She was doing the classic comparison to like, you know, Nazi the, Germany yeah, the, the old the and Hitler certain and, treatment. And yeah. it was like it was a it was a bad uh comparison yeah and you're doing it under the branch of disney who if they think it's a monetary problem will just cut their losses and move on yeah i mean i think it was definitely a little cancel culture going on there but it definitely was like a mm, wouldn't have put that on twitter but yeah uh speaking of castings because we don't talk about it again there have been more castings of the borderlands movie Jack Black is now casted. Yep. Jamie Lee Curtis is now casted. And I, my expectations Jamie for this Lee movie. Curtis. Yeah. My expectations for this movie have gone lower than a toilet now. Really? Yes. I think this will be an absolute dumpster fire of terrible. Because of the casting? Or- I, I so far don't like any of the casting. Too big? You think they went? Yes. The names are an issue. They should have went like. I Well, first off, I don't think they ever should have made the movie. We'll start there. They we're started, kind of we're getting we're getting in a slippery slope here with we're, movies. We're because... too far away from where you should have been making a Borderlands movie, and now you're at the weird part of like let's have a victory jerk off 
when you've made four Borderlands games and now you're three years removed from the most recent one and you're like, yeah, we're going to make a movie. And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Then so far the casting, I think I don't like any of it. Uh, the only one I'm kind of okay with is Jack Black, but even then, I think that's a I think that's terrible. You cast it as well because he was casted as Claptrap. Just make the guy that's Claptrap cast it as Claptrap. It's a voiceover spot. I it's never get why ja- they unless, do unless Jack Black is going to walk around in a Claptrap suit, and funny. they just they go immediate B movie status with this entire thing where it's just trash from the beginning. Then that's funny to me, and I can understand it. He is just an anthropomorphized. I'm going to never get that word right. I can't help you. I know what word you're trying. I know. I don't know which was the right way. Human qualities on a solid object. Anthropomorphized. It's bugging me. Anyway. Yeah. I, (laughs) I I can't get to the second part of the word. Whatever, not um, a not a word pod. Yeah, not a not a word pod. <laughs> Gamers too, not a word pod, not a math pod either. Not a lot of pods, barely a pod. <laughs> just the whole shirt. Just we for us suck. is just yeah, the whole shirt for us is just the whole list. And then on the back, it just says "We suck." Period, and that's it in bold letters. Um, <laughs> actually, I really love that idea. <laughs> that, that's pretty good. Not a math pod, barely a sports pod. <laughs> gaming question mark and just uh, it should be like not not a word pod a shitty sports pod yeah like, it's just a bunch of like it, it says just the word gaming at one point with a question mark and game uh, oh that's uh i love it um but yeah the i i don't know who asked for this movie so my whole reason didn't think it ever should have been made and if it did it should have been made like right after two came out like back in the zeitgeist and now looking at the casting and i'm just like i don't like any of this this and exactly what you're saying i don't don't attach big names to this i would have you i would have rather you gone out and got no ones i think we're in a bad period because uh we're gonna hit the video game movie bubble again like we did we in early are 2000. because video games are mainstream enough now where all these like you know hollywood yep. and movie production people are like oh we can make movies from this shit but they really don't get it yet yeah we're going to 100 percent hit early like resident evil overload though resident yeah. evil angelina jolie's to- tomb raider and yada yada and but slightly worse because like it's more mainstream, so pe- producers and whatnot are willing to dump a little bit more money into right. it. Right. And the bar goes up as years go on because people know what the mistakes they made were years ago as fans and are watching that going, you can't do this. And then producers going, but money, and then doing it anyway. I say 10 more years. Maybe five. Five more, five to 10 years, and Before we'll start kind of out of it again. Before we get like decent video game movies yeah video game movies they're movies that are based on video game ip i i i would like to think five years is right but then i think a lot of the pro like still would have taken a division mini doc division mini series i think would have still been great uh, the original division dealing with aaron keener and yada yada not division two because division two story went but what if and it just took a fucking they did spiral something. out of control they did something division live action. I think it was a short, maybe. It was a short. It wasn't. I want a Witcher eight episode run, eight to ten episode run of dealing with agents and Keener. You know what's interesting? But I'll never get it. Ubisoft has you'll a never prob- get it. No, I'll never with get it. With the pandemic, I think. Man. I think we see them. They'll be like, "Oh, we can mine this." No, not at all. You want to know why you won't? It's a good idea. <laughs> yes. Skull and it's, Bones. It's a good idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a, I have the good idea, and they're still trying to drive Skull and Bones home as both a game and a show. Skull and Bones. Yeah. Eve. Eve Guimont. I'm right here. Remember they were making Beyond and Good and Evil too. Let me consult as a producer 
on the division show. Yeah. 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 Trust me. Oh, I remember they're making it because they came out and cried on stage that it existed. That's it. Wasn't that like three years ago, four years ago? Oh, yes. It was, we exist and you can sign up for the space chimp program or whatever the hell that thing was called. And then it's just gone dead. What is Ubisoft doing? What are any of these companies doing? Walking, getting ballsy enough to walk out and say, hey, this exists. Also, shut the hell up if you ask me about it for the next five years. Elder Scrolls, Starfield. Wait, there's another one tacked on there now, too. Those are the only two that I'm... Oh. Like, I mean, you could count Indiana Jones, but Indiana Jones just happened. And it's not by... It's by machine or whatever, not by... Bethesda's nightmarish creation engine team. Uh, <laughs> number 12, tidbits to mention. A ton more acquisitions again this week, but all smaller studios. Mobile and or art studios. So cool. There was a bunch more acquisitions, Matt. Appreciate that. Uh, it's a trend. Board, board game distributor Asmodee acquired digital board digital platform board game arena. Uh, Stardew Valley update 1.5 makes its way to consoles today. It's been on PC already. Uh, Telltale's Tales from the Borderlands is being re-released to digital storefronts on February 17th. Uh, speaking of Borderlands things, actually a solid game. If you enjoy Borderlands things. And it's not a movie, so... Uh, Valheim has sold 1 million copies. Seems to be the flavor of the month in terms of survival uh, games. People mm-hmm. have been really loving it. PS5 is launching in China sometime in quarter two in 2021. So definitely not seeing any yeah <laughs> uh epic's metahuman tool looks insane in case you're curious about how people's ai faces will look at some point creeps me the fuck out not yep. gonna lie oh they can't make somebody look like a real human yes you can yeah. it's browser based Mm-hmm. so in case anybody's curious when someone says i can make it an exact digital clone of you and make it do whatever i want they're not wrong Dude, we're getting to weird. We're getting into like weird spaces with tech yep. now to where like, what's the fucking Netflix series that? Uh, Altered Carbon? No, the other one that's like, it deals with shit like this. Where uh, it's like, Black Mirror? Yes. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doing that a lot today with the charades kind of. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one wasn't even charades. You're just like. With uh, and your arm just kind of went like this, and I was like, <laughs> "Just like help me out here." It's yeah, right. but anyway, you should. It's the trailer is like a minute long. Just go take a look at the meta, meta epics meta human tool. It is insane. Uh, it's been another week of quarterly reports. Even Matt is sick of them at this point. Yes, <laughs> almost every company did great, as in. Biggest quarters ever, and semi-related, Ubisoft said Valhalla was their biggest launch in franchise history. You want to know why? Vikings? And? Uh, There's like three reasons. Vikings is one. All platforms? No. Okay, three reasons. One's very obvious. Pandemic? Yep. It's a pandemic, a long-form RPG, and there's another... There's an interesting caveat to that statement. They call it their most, their biggest launch in franchise history. Right. Not the most copies sold. Right, just the biggest launch. Yes, most money made. Yeah. But, do you know which ones had the biggest launch as far as copies sold? Because it's not the one I would have guessed. I mm, I probably just fucked y'all up by saying that, but I don't care. Well, I feel like you would have guessed Black Flag, which would have been wrong. And I would have said it's either two, Brotherhood, or three. Two. Three. <laughs> I knew it was one of those ones because it's 100% in the Ezio trilogy because the yeah. Ezio part of it. But life, three is like... I feel like not particularly strong. Three three wraps up the Ezio part of it. So you had everybody that was like, I want to see how this ends, and then they're there. 
But what's the third? What's the third reason, Matt? That I would attribute me. This is a me reason for why this one would have sold so well. Oh, I don't know. I mean, a specific trend in the way they release games, specifically Assassin's Creed. Uh, I don't know. Biannual. They skipped a year. They well, yeah, didn't it's skip a better a, game. They didn't skip a year between Origins and Odyssey, like they fucking said they were going to. And then, oh, you skip a year, make a better game, and you sell gangbusters. Have they I, said I don't what understand they're... why this is so hard for them? Have they said what they're... Uh... No, they haven't said anything yet about this year. And I swallow lose my I'm, mind. I'm gonna laugh if they if they're gonna do like a staggered like oh yeah if they're one like, one two one one two yeah well we're gonna drop two of them back to back and we'll take a year off because you all complain about it and it'll be a bad game and then we'll drop a good one and it's like why just do the <sighs> losing my mind? Can you what, click the link? Yes. What irritates me about. What you're tasting about the Assassin's Creed stuff, though, is I like when they take a year off and then they re- they release like good sized DLC. Um, but they kind of did that with Origins, and uh, they did it with Odyssey. This one they're doing like events and shit. Yeah, not I don't like that. I don't like that nonsense. Yeah, the other problem though with DLC and Assassin's Creed. Those two words, uh, no, I pass. Thank you. For me, I'm not spending 7,000 hours in Assassin's Creed and then another 2,000 in DLC. (laughs) I will have spent more than enough time for myself in Assassin's Creed when I'm done with it. I will not want to go back for DLC. It's the same thing I liked the idea in Fallout 4 when all the DLC came out and I was like, all right, cool. DLC for Nuka Nuke Town or Nuka Cola Town or whatever the hell that thing was called and Far Harbor and stuff like that. And it's like when I went to, I think it's called Far Harbor was the main one. I went up there and I did all the DLCs, uh, Automaton and oh god, what was the other one? But I did all the DLCs for that. But what, what are we talking about? Fall Four. I just my Nuke, problem with Nuka Cola. Yeah, yeah. My problem with long form RPGs and then DLC. Usually by the time the DLC comes out, I have now closed the chapter, closed my book on the RPG. Mm-hmm. So Assassin's Creed and our and DLC, no, I will never touch the DLC. Which I hear where you're coming from. I barely touch the DLC. Fallout Four barely touch the DLC. I feel like it's more accessible now because of their subscription service. So it, if you spend thir- say you 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 do Assassin's Creed, it takes you a month to get through the game. You buy, you pay for one month. Yep. I'd be way more willing to come back for the and, next month to get the DLC and, and do it. Yeah. yeah, I I'm not even discussing it from a from a pay problem. I don't have a problem with the paying. It's the <laughs> the problem of I'm not going to give a shit because I'm going to have wrapped wrapped it up. Like I'm done with it. I've spent so much time. I'm not going back. Like I have a problem going back to Division Two right now. I spent so much time in that game. I'm done. It It's wrapped up for me. I don't need to go back. But. That's a me problem. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. Because you tend. You play. More games. Like, way more games. Yeah. I generally pet, play, like, a couple. Big games. So, I'm. If the DLC is interesting enough, I'll I'll do it. But it's not like I'm seeking out DLC and right, exactly. All right, what am I looking at here? Humble choice. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Humble choice. Um, limited time. You get all twelve games. Uh, for February. Um, I can't see all of them, but I can see outward. Uh, outward the I don't know what you can't see all twelve. No, what the hell? When I clicked on the link on the computer the other day, I could see all twelve. Probably because you have an account logged in. Oh, maybe I am cached, but I'm not subscribed, so yeah, I don't have. I'm not logged in, so all right, well, so it won't it won't show me. Let's see which ones it calls out then. Uh, Valkyria four, Valkyria Chronicles four. 
the complete edition. Endless Space 2. Train Station. Trying to trying to read small print here. Train Station Re Retro Station? Retro something here? I don't know. <laughs> Trying for some other stuff that I can't see. Yeah. Doesn't really call out much on that. Yeah. I, I guess it does help to see all the twelve games. I don't yeah. remember what the other ones were now, but Humble Choice is up. Yeah. So there you go. Uh but it has been seven days, Matt. So what have you been up to? Oh, what have I been up to? <laughs> um, I started playing World of Warships again. Uh, so that's been fun. Uh-oh. Um, I also saw you log into battle net, so. I did. Why did I log into battle? There was a reason. There? I was playing and I just saw your name pop up. It's like, Matt has come online and I went, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh yeah, I was uh I was still subscribed to WoW. Oh, so you never I was, canceled. I never canceled that. <laughs> so I had to cancel that. Um You should just come back in. Come back. Join the dark side. That's so much effort. Uh I downloaded we have cookies. <laughs> I re-downloaded Jade Empire because that's like the one Bioware game I've never played, so <laughs> Might try to actually do that. I go dig, dust some stuff off. I yeah, guess. Dust, really... dust off World of Warships. Really dust off Jade Empire. Yep. Uh, played a little SnowRunners, and um, I did see that. That's that's about it. I you think. ever give a Mudrunners a shot? Probably not, because SnowRunners is newer and just better. Yeah, I was just curious. And they they're adding like the new when I bought. Snowrunners, I bought the the one that came with like you know the season pass complete edition was sixty dollars. It was like a normal yeah. ga- game price, so I just bought that one. And the new season coming out is uh, adds in like a lot of like uh, a lot of gameplay that was in Mud Runners. So as far as like logging, I guess was big in that game. I don't fucking know. Um, I feel you. Probably gonna give phasmophobia a shot because my uh significant other is I can't interested. I, I'm loving. I'm loving whenever this happens. So I almost just want to be at the house and just watch you guys. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, ooh, because I want to put you in VR for it. So yeah, bad. I'm gonna. I'm definitely playing it in VR. She'll probably be playing in the office yeah. on her computer, and then um, yeah, we'll go from there. I think she wants to try to do. She would like to do four four player co op, but I can make it happen. If people are interested, I know it's there. Trust me, I can, like I said, so, I can make it happen. Yeah, so we'll we'll see about that. We'll just get a second VR headset and put Amy in it. She would never. <laughs> she would never. She would. She couldn't even do Half Life Alex. Uh and that's like slightly creepy. At times. Yeah. Well, was it from the creepy or was it like the motion? I feel like the two are very different for... I started her in a level that was like in like a, like a subterranean area. Oh. Like okay. subway. And uh, it was dark. Yeah. And there was a head crab like... Right. Directly in front of her. Kind yeah. Of. But yeah. it was like there was a wall. Like there was a chain link fence. Like it was... You were safe. Yeah. 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 But she saw it. It was creepy. It was just nope. It was like, nope, I'm out. Yep. Fair enough. She like literally like ripped the headset off and like basically <laughs> threw it at me. I just every now and then I'll just think back to playing Half Life Alex where I just kept sitting next to the guy with a gun and just throw me another gun. All right, perfect. <laughs> and skeet shooting plates that I could find and anything that I could throw to shoot. Oh yeah, it's good. And I think I what did I do with that one guy's body? I think I grabbed like like the body you come to right after that that's mm-hmm. blocking a gate. Just like picked him up and carried him for a while. And oh yeah, throw him at people. It's a blast. There's tons of stuff you can do. Looking at your own hand and doing like the whole finger closing thing. Ooh. Just gonna, gonna, I'm going to tweak some dials here. It's such a good tech. Yeah, it was. It's unfortunate that that's like. That's it. That's the best we got. And that's probably the best we're going to get for a very, very long time. Yeah. 
So, what have you been up to? A lot of the world of Warcraft, as the kids would say. Raiding. Uh, raiding indeed. Not raiding as in, you know, Mortal yeah, Kombat. Not raiding, but... raiding, raiding as in like, you know, R-A-I-D-I-N. Little apostrophe there. <laughs> oh, just a bang. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're 9 out of 10 heroic. And for a semi-casual guild, we're honestly farther than I thought we would be. Shots fired. So, I you know I can't complain. Just been enjoying it, hanging out, doing my thing. Started trying to work on making some money in the game. Just doing little side hustles of make things, sell thing, yada yada yada. Getting that gold. Yeah, I'm not hurting for gold, but never hurts to have more. You never know. You never know when you might need it. That's true. And then uh. What was the other thing? Um, oh, football manager. Football manager update. We finished the season. I managed to not get fired. And I managed to finish in the top four. I had a hell of a second half of the season to have a comeback. And I managed to finish in the top four, save my job, and we're now into the summer. So. See how long you can make it last. It was a hell of a push. We looked at, we were looking stuff over at the end of the season, and I had to win on the last day. Or I had to win, and I had to have another team tie or lose in order for me to get into fourth. I won my game, I think, 5 0. Just the, the lads knew what was up. Like, Steamrolled. We, we need to dumpster them. But it wouldn't have mattered if the other team won. The other team won. Everything I do didn't matter because they were going to be one point ahead of me in the table. Well, I had some heroes on my side because that team that was winning was up 2-0 at halftime in their game. In the last quarter of the game, so last like 90, 45, 15 minutes. Did your team go over and switch jerseys and play for them? (laughs) The last like 25 minutes of their game, the other team scored two goals. It tied it at 2-2. The game finished 2-2, which meant I jumped a point ahead of them in the table to put me in fourth, and they they fell down to fifth or sixth. I was just like, yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Because I'm pretty positive if they win, I lose my job. I'm pretty positive that would have happened. uh, You are danced on the edge. Working for some ruthless teams who are just looking for every reason to kill there, you. There was one of our one of the teams in our save at Tottenham fired Mourinho, their current head coach, in December, I think. Then hired, I think it was Allegri, and then at the end of the season fired Allegri. So in one season they went through two coaches, <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't make that would never happen. <laughs> Yeah, they're like re- this game's like really aggressive. They it's better than it was last year because last year they fired just like a bunch of top end coaches got fired, and this is the first time we're seeing. This is the first time we've hit the off season this year in this save. But even then, that those double firings like that would not happen. So it's like I don't know what the game's doing with that team, and then that team is now selling like some of its best players, and I'm like, is that team just gonna tank and just get destroyed now? It's weird. The owners are just like liquidating it. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't get it, but yeah, that's, that's really been it for me. Been a fun time. Yeah. The regulars. Yeah. The old reliables as we call them. But yeah, that's about all I got. And then, uh, I guess we'll see you guys in seven days. Maybe there'll be more non-factual news. (laughs) Yeah, we got like a boring boring yeah. news cycles. Just that time of the year. Yep. We're kind of in the lull. Don't worry. MLB The Show's on the way. And in two months, guess what Nate's going to be talking about? Because it turns out that Friday that pre-orders come out, I'm not working. <laughs> I feel like that happens every year. Listen, all right? I'm just lucky. <laughs> what can I say? Hell, I don't work Monday. Holidays. Whew. Enjoy your three-day weekend, people. See ya. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.